people, welcome to another episode of the Indian Dots podcast. It is again Indie Running Things Solo because I'll run this shit. Uh, Fuck, am I chopped liver? Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm joined by Val this week, uh, what a regular guest on the podcast, been here before. Yeah. And uh, we went to go see the Eternals yesterday we with our mum. Uh, I need to tell you something. Okay. I said to mum, when was the last time that you went to go and see a film? And she said, Minions 2, I think And she said, Oh, I saw this, saw, saw this cartoon film. Yeah. And I was like, when? And she said, oh, like, after Baki got married? Yeah. And I was like, if you, go you, to mean, you mean in, in 2012? She said, yeah. I said, mum, I took you to go and see The Lion King. And she's like, no. I said, mum, I went with you. I sat in that same flipping place, Star City. I sat there with you and I said, mum, we're about to watch The Lion King. And she said, I remember taking Baki to see this when you was a kid. And I said, how could you forget that? That kind of hurts me a little bit, mum. So she fully forgot the last time that she went to go see a film. And I was like, that's quite sad you've not seen a film in this long in the cinema. So, yeah, I'm just checking when the minute that she came out. 2015. 2015, that was the last time. 2015, right? There you go. Okay. So I was like, damn, okay, well, I'm glad we glad we took her out then. Because we meant to see the Bond film, but seats were all booked, and there were really shitty ones left, weren't there? Yeah, right in front of the screen, you're like, I don't think it was Star City. Yeah. If you can't go to the kiosk, queuing up for the food stand is just a longness. Horrible. But uh, I have a weird dynamic when I get there, because you know the film's got half an hour of trailers. Yeah. You've got half an hour of time to get through, but then equally like, this queue is so long. <laughs> it, you potentially might might, you might miss part of the film because it's just that long. They're yeah. slower serving. Yeah. So, but but it's five pounds or six pounds a ticket. It was yeah. It was. I quite liked the film, The Eternals. So we did see The Eternals instead. We saw Eternals instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I quite liked it, but I know Baz a steady, sorry, steady, uh, a stern Marvel fan. Yeah, I'm not, not, read comic books ever since he was a kid. Has three bookshelves full of comics at home. And growing. And growing. There you go. So I'm sure he's going to tell me all the ins and outs. Go on, tell me why you didn't like it. Okay, it was slow. Okay. Right, I can't deny it was slow. Yeah. See, now, what normally happens with films... Oh, by the way, there's, there's spoilers in this episode. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going we're going forward to the spoilers. You haven't seen yeah. it? That's on you, my guy, I'm sorry. If you haven't seen it, um, skip ahead. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so, Chloe... Chloe Zhao, is it? The, 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 the director? Yeah. Okay, fine. Not her... Typical genre, fine, fair enough. Show what you can do. It just felt plodding, like so plodding along. I was like, really, just get on with it now. You're trying to build characters up, but you haven't given much depth. For the character building they were doing. To be fair, there were like nine main characters. To be fair, how much depth were they actually given to them? To Not much honest? at all. No. Not much at all, right? Only the main, main characters. Okay, so how many main characters were there? Three? Three. Three. Okay, three main characters, okay? Of which you had uh, Gemma Chang, mm-hmm. right? I'm t- the character name I don't even know I know some of them right but yeah. because I, what's her name Chickle Cersei Cersei also I quite like the group mythology references yeah. but knowing it's a Marvel film yeah. they probably weren't done the smartest kind of way right because these Cersei is actually from the comics as well right but I know the comics just gave a name for sake of giving a name by giving the depth of going into reason why this name's appropriate okay so I know I'm a big mythology fan as well so I know Cersei's from so fine so it didn't matter too much what the names actually meant or where they were from mm. so Cersei was there fine that's one character Icarus character, no real depth there, let's be honest. Not really, no. So Rob Stark, no depth. Okay? Yeah. Jon Snow, Dane Whitman. You may think it's the boyfriend for this one. Dane Whitman, no, isn't it? Uh, Dane something. Dane Whit. No. Dane. Fuck, what's his name? It's starting to piss me off. I've got a laptop in front of me, but I don't want to look. I don't Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington, there No, no, no. I said Dane with the character in the fucking Oh, car. the name of the... Don't so say why did you say Jon Snow before that, Rob Stark? Because I'm bringing out the Game of Thrones connection afterwards. Right, okay, you ruined it for me completely. Yes, thank I did. you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Asshole. People don't watch. Not everyone's watching Game of Thrones, contrary to popular belief. Okay, well that. Well, to be fair, 
they're assholes, but then season eight on the assholes. Yeah, because we're the ticket fortunate. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's just let down. Then what was worse, that or the final episode of Lost? I think all of Lost. <laughs> all of Lost as well. Oh, uh, Lost is just one. Because at least Game of Thrones had stories that ended. Lost didn't answer anything. <laughs> Nothing was answered. It was just this one big troll. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was purgatory. Whatever. But yeah, going off topic now. Um, Pulling it back. So okay, so he had to make characters. He had, he had her, Cersei. Right. Who else, who else was developed as more than a one-dimensional character? A one-dimensional character. Maybe the black guy, Paperboy. Paperboy? What do you mean? The black guy in the show. Right? The black guy in the show? In, the black guy in Eternals. Yeah. The guy with the weapons. The weapons yeah, guy, yeah. Atos or, or Tortoise his name. I don't know his name. Basically Forge. Um, he's from Atlanta, the TV show. Oh, and the And in that, oh, you should watch it's really good. Okay. Charles, Charles Gambino or... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and he's called Paperboy. And he's a rapper. And he's a proper That's grumpy... That's how you got his name, okay. Yeah, he's a proper grumpy boy. And... Uh, in this one, he wasn't grumpy. No, but it's just cool because I see him and it, it's Paperboy. Yeah. It's tag cast in my head, hence why I see Rob Stark, I see John yeah, Stark. Yeah, yeah, I, I did think the yeah. same. Yeah. I see Angela Joan Lee as Angela Joan Lee. Yeah. Right? Who actually was probably the best actress in the whole thing. I thought she was brilliant. She could act really well. Yeah. Fair play to her, she knows what she's doing and she delivers her stuff well. But again, all the characters they had were all very one dimensional mm. and they were very much this is our version of Justice League. You've got the speedster. You've got the Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, You've true. got Superman. Yeah. Didn't quite have a Batman. Mm-mm. Right? You were saying earlier you were happy the black guy wasn't killed at the end of it. Yeah, I said I was happy he wasn't killed and then Bow said, yeah, but he was gay. And I was no, like... It's not a but he was gay. He's like, no, no, it's, no, a, it's, just made it's an gay. additional, yeah, but they made him gay. And I was like, oh, it's okay, like, so now we've sort of got up in the world a little bit. We're like not dying, so we're just going to make you the minority stopgap for everything. Every and we've made the brown guy the comedy, the comedy relief. Yeah, so they made the brown guy the comedy relief. You had the black guy who was who didn't die. Great, yeah. but then they made him gay. I was like, okay, cool, fine. So, so we got our, got our quota ethically done. Yeah, we had female lead characters, and for once, which is quite rare, Marvel do a better job than DC here. They have a female lead character whose sole protagonist and reason for existing is not just their female. Yeah, they're actually good characters. So whether they're male or female, it doesn't matter. They're just yeah. good characters, and it works. That I can respect an awful lot more. Whereas in DC, it's like, hey, or like sometimes Marvel, you Captain Marvel, who Brie Larson's absolutely annoying as hell and mm. atrocious, atrocious, generally speaking. Mm. She annoys me. Wonder Woman, one was fine. Two was like, all oh, this. I never watched extra- either of them. Okay, well, one was, one was fine. Mm. Two was like, seriously, dude, really? You really are getting off here? And yeah, I, was, I don't know if you get too woke, you just get too annoying because we have something called Mary Suing it. And Mary Suing it is the worst thing in films now. Mary what? Mary Sue. What does that mean? When they want to put a woman into a f- strong role in a film, she's the main character, that's fine. Every character to be likable has to go through a struggle. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And you go through a sort of path of learning and it's a yeah. challenge and everything else. And you warm up to them. You warm up to them because you go through the trials with them, right? The trouble then is, is women, as I said, they get dumped on in films. So they don't make women go through that much of struggle to get to be good. You had it massively in Star Wars, the remakes, where you had a Rey. Yeah. Who just magically was everything. a great Jedi and yeah. great everything. First bit of a lightsaber, takes on a guy who's been trained for years. Mm. No problem at all, batters him up and everything else. Yeah, but Disney fucked up the Star Wars franchise. But, but the idea was that Mary Sue trope still exists, right? Brie Larson's Captain Marvel gets blasted randomly with a piece of the shard from um, the, the Mind Stone, whatever, Space Stone. Yeah. And she's got all these powers, the most powerful woman character ever. Mm. 
Why? Where's the challenge there? I think it's a flashback. Oh, she had a hard childhood growing up. No, she didn't. Let's be honest. No one cared. No one saw the struggle or felt it. Which is yeah, instantly I think most powerful. that film was also a stopgap between. They had the ending of, was it no Infinity War? They had the ending of Infinity War, and they had to be like, oh, we've got to give you some answer. In the meantime, we'll put this film out as a stopgap, and then we need a lot of time to film everything for Endgame. They were lucky. No, Endgame and Infinity War filmed at the same sort of time, I think, if I remember correctly. They weren't filmed back to back. I thought they were. They weren't because otherwise, um, yeah. what's his name? The guy who plays Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. He would he would have blurted out the ending again. Yeah, he did, right. he, he did say they all died at the end. Yeah, he oh, did. He God. said that before, but yeah. then obviously he would have blurted out the ending again. But okay. I remember when, when when they shot Endgame, they shot alternative endings and yes. they didn't tell anyone what had happened, happened in case they went on TV and fucked it up. Yeah, which which, which, which Spider Man did. No, he didn't. He did in the previous one, not in that one. Oh, I, I think the best one was Mark Ruffalo had started doing a live stream for a film <laughs> before he went on and goes, "Yeah, guys, cool. We're about to go in there for the first screening. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah." Left his phone on his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Thor Ragnarok, mm. and the first ten minutes of it, his phone was on, so people could hear what was going on in the film. <laughs> it's like somebody told his PA, and they ran in, turned his phone off for him. Jesus. But um, yeah, so Mary suing is the issue, okay? Yeah. And these women get powerful for no reason, and you don't like them. They become very unlikable, mm. and that's really affected Star Wars massively. Yeah, that's why it didn't do so well. The longevity is they completely ruined the franchise. Also, they fired the directors, and there's all the other issues behind that. Oh because yeah, the woke, the woke stuff wasn't it? Wasn't, it's wasn't, it's wasn't one a Republican? No, 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 it wasn't that. So yeah, Patty Jenkins, I think, oh, it's Patty something. No, that's the that's the director, Wonder Woman. There's a woman in charge of the Disney side who's very, very pro whatever, and her politics comes across quite strongly in how right. the film progress. People really, really get annoyed with her. Mm. So that's one issue. Second issue was the director. I think it was Reese something or Reese Johnson. I forget the final. I probably look at the name. Second film along, he completely shattered the entire franchise. Like completely shattered everything. He goes laser swords and Luke's all pissed off. Yeah, and, you know, right. you think I'm be some amazing sort of thing. He's basically dumped on the whole franchise, saying, "Oh, there's no big thing." Did such a bad job, turned everyone off. And they go, "Hey, man, he's making a new sort of world here." It was like, no, he just shat on every bit of goodwill you had. Yeah. JJ Abrams made the first film. It was great to watch. It was enjoyable. It was a flashback to all the films beforehand. Everyone enjoyed. This guy comes up and goes, it's laser swords, it's old men, it's yeah, boring, yeah, okay. boom. And then by the third film, they had to sort of wrap it up together again. So very gone from being no one, just magically a freak of nature, okay, to suddenly, oh, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why she's so powerful. Everyone's like, why is she so fucking powerful? No, no, no one vibes with that at all. Yeah, I mean, it felt like all the Star Wars films were just made on the fly. Like, yeah. let's just throw this in, let's throw that in, let's throw this in. And then they went film to film, there was no chronology behind what they were doing, there was no depth to it. It's just like, oh, that just coincides and matches with that, let's just fit force it in. Which isn't too dissimilar to the original prequels. They were fucking slapdash as anything. Which ones? One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Yeah. They were terrible, right? George Lucas absolutely ruined it for everyone. Mm. This is, like, they, they said he was so hard to work with, George Lucas was, even though he wrote it. So hard because they developed characters and they go, hey, this guy should be friends with that guy. Like, no, this is the guy that's going to be the main bad guy. Mm. He can't become friends with a Jedi. What the fuck? He's like, no, no, I'm saying it, so you're going to change it. Like, oh, okay, he's horrifically bad. And they, the best thing about him was the stuff he wasn't involved in. That cartoon version of the um, Star Wars Clone Wars was brilliant. Yeah. Because he wasn't fucking involved in it. Clone mm. Wars right. is really good. Yeah. Re- uh, Republic. No. Rogue One. 
Star Wars film. That was good. Really good because it had to fit in to be the prequel to Episode Four, and it did. And it did, and it it, it ended fantastically very well. Yeah. So skipping all that, back to Eternals. Slow film. Um, there was some really good parts in it. I quite like how they have the mythology going on to it. I thought some of the CGI in it was very good. Yeah, Marvel got the best CGI in it. But still, like, some of it can look quite forced and shit, but yeah. some of it was different points. You fight the CGI monsters, it yeah. can go quite bad. They were very, very good. They were decent. Yeah. They're not the most memorable of monsters. They were, but the way it worked on screen with, obviously, this is me and my inner videographer, like, just, just liking how the colours match well on screen and complemented, and they set yeah. it in backdrops where the colours would pop well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really well done. You could have done that in a really shitty way. Uh, yeah, DC, it would have, DC would have fucked it. Yeah. Hands down. Like, with Aquaman. <laughs> I didn't even bother watching it. I didn't bother it, watching it, but I heard if you got really high and watched Aquaman, you were having a secondary psych- psychedelic experience <laughs> because it tripped you out so much with the colours on screen. Jesus. And I was like, wow, okay, they didn't think that through properly at all. Yeah, no, DC are just, just notoriously bad. By the way, the Batman, we've talked about that in a second, it's hilariously bad, what happened with that one? What? The new Batman film's coming out. We can talk about it now. I think, I think we've wrapped the channels. Okay, so Eternals, uh, I, I can see why it's the worst ranked critically Marvel film. Oh, is it? Is it? It's one of the worst ranked squad Marvel films ever. I mean, I could think of worse. I, I thought... What's worse? There's, there's, there's a few what, other Thor films. Two. Thor 2, probably. Yeah, and there's other ones that aren't very memorable, like any of the Ant-Man films aren't memorable. Not they're all just sort of like yeah they aren't they're just like yeah alright yeah. yeah. it's, it's also, decent I was vexed at the ending when Harry Styles pops on stage I'm like fuck Harry Styles and Bag of Dicks yeah I, I didn't get the ending yes. um, basically I, I did my little research afterwards Thanos is actually an Eternal right. Eternals in the MCU are these things made by those big celestial beings yeah. they're not they're actual people from an actual world yeah and Thanos is one of them originally. That's why that guy cropped up because hey, I'm an eternal and I'm also a brother of Thanos. Mm-hmm. So they may transpire later on. Thanos is actually an eternal mm-hmm. who went rogue or something, possibly. Yeah. That could be what happens. And that's why he didn't have any kids of his own because Eternals can't reproduce Got it. themselves, but they can reproduce with others. Mm. So yeah. But he's a rip off of Dark Side, but that's by the by. Um yeah, Batman. So you've got uh, Emo Boy playing. Wait, hang on, hang on, but why don't you like Harry Styles at the end? Just as an actor? Just, just as an actor, like, dude, really? Really, dude? Oh, I mean, you had him instead of anyone else? Yeah, you had him, okay, playing a sort of role. I don't know how good an actor he is. It's not his job to prove it. Right now, it feels like a shameless sort of cash-in plug of, hey, I'm famous, can I be right, my character? It, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, really? It felt like, you know what it really felt like? If you ever watched Back in the Day, I'm a big wrestling fan back in the day. WCW, back in the day, yeah. would try and do anything they could to be hot and beat Monday Night Raw. They smashed him for fucking nearly a year and a half two years mm. on Monday Night Battles of the page of Raw versus Nitro yeah yeah and then they smashed ahead with NWO came back flashed flashed ahead then Raw came back and became you know Raw's War Attitude Era yeah and that came both to the top they were trying anything to get hot again at one point they put the world title belt on David Arquette do you know who David Arquette no. is? he's an actor right. he was the world champion in a pay-per-view and he became the world champion WWE in an effort to try and get on and just like what the fuck and just to try and get more viewers basically right. that's what it, that's all about Marvel don't need to do that at all this film has got bugger off to any continuity of anything so far the only thing it might have continuity with is the fact that the black guy the paper boy I'm, I'm going to call him paper boy yeah, yeah. made those ring things that help that help all of them combine their powers yeah right those rings remind you of Shang-Chi yeah they do and Shang-Chi ended with the rings being brought up with what are these things yeah 
So the Clippers are continuing with that, possibly. Potentially. I mean, we, we didn't stay to the very, very end because it was long. It was long, man. But also the very end's mark, fuck you, sort of thing. Sorry, I'm minding it Well, no, it wasn't because the very, very end of Shang-Chi. Oh, no, it was that. <laughs> it was literally fucking... Yeah, it was that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. The worst one ever was that Thor one where the end of it when he goes, he's, he's in therapy. <laughs> no, the worst of it was Deadpool. You stayed at the end and Deadpool comes out and says, why are you still here? Yeah. Go home. <laughs> yeah. Go home. <laughs> yeah. And I was like... Motherfucker, wasted my time. I looked at who the best boy was. What the fuck is the best boy on the trailer flips? Best boy. Who's best boy? Every time you go through the credits at the end of the film, yeah. there's someone who's called the best boy. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. That's I always, what I've got. I actually read the I credits. always look for like the ethnic names. I'm like, ooh, Khan. Ooh, Singh. Right. <laughs> oh, Patel, Patel, Patel. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Right. Special thanks to one country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I quite like Kunal. Yeah. Kunal was cool, innit? Yeah. Right? But he had very Gambit-like powers. A little bit, yeah, I with his like, little pew, gun thing. Pew, pew, pew. But I thought that was cool. I However, it was done well. he leaned, they leaned heavily into like the Bollywood side of things with him, because he's brown. Well, you know what? To the point, point why the fuck not, but he didn't have a lot of character depth to him. No. The character depth came when he said, I'm not going to fight against Icarus. Yeah. And I respected that so much. Like, I know it's going to be a battle both ways. I'm not going to get involved either way. Yeah. I actually respected that. Like, okay, that's kind of quite cool. I thought that was a bitch move. No, because he's, he's got principles where I kind of agree with him because he's my guy. But I'm not going to argue with you guys because you're my guys as well. So rather than I'm torn, I'm going to step out. Mm. And basically, the, like, uh, the big celestial god. Yeah. They basically made him to be like Galactus. Yeah. Like, sort of like that, yeah. Fuck a planet and whatever else. And, you know, then, then the, that makes Eternals, the Heralds of Galactus, basically Silver Surfer, that have gone back on their master and go from there. I did like how Marvel just explained why didn't you get involved in anything that happened with Thanos. Yeah. That's the problem with any Marvel film. They have to give answers to what people is is the most obvious question. Yeah. Which is, where the fuck were they? And you're like, oh, okay. But every Marvel comic has that problem. Yeah. And that's why the problem with Marvel comics is a lot of the characters are based in New York. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you fuck around in New York, then Simon's fighting a big issue there. You didn't help. Where's Daredevil? Where's Doctor Strange? Where's, you know, because Doctor Strange is on Bleecker. Daredevil's in Hell's Kitchen. Peter Parker's from, you know, Queens. So why are they all, where's, where's Luke Cage? Yeah. And it's always a problem for them. So they've got to kind of explain that they were busy doing other things. But, you know, <laughs> so it, it, it's difficult. That's why you always have summertime crossovers in comics. Yeah. Massive events. Everyone gets everyone's comic because yeah, it's it. going to affect everyone through. Annoying for a fan because you've got to buy every comic. Every single comic. But I guess it's a good upsell, isn't it? It is. Let's get more background stuff. Uh, uh, Batman. Let me pronounce Batman, yeah. So Emo Boy is going to be Batman, right? That's Edward... Robert Patterson. Yeah. Edward Cullen. Edward Cullen, that's it. That's how I know it was that. Yeah. Like, you're that kid from fucking Twilight, that's it. Well, well, no, really, he said Cedric Diggory. Yeah, but prior to that, it was Twilight. I think Cedric Diggory was first, you know. Was it? I'm pretty sure Cedric Diggory came before Twilight. Google, come on, fingers. I'm trying to. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll buy a time and store for you, shall Cedric I? Cedric Diggory. Well, no, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, uh, Goblet of Fire, when was it released? Versus when Twilight first came out. Goblet of Fire released it. And I'm, geez, I'm gonna guess 2005 November. 2005 November, okay. Right, Twilight. Twilight released, say. 2007? Ooh, 2008. Interesting. Boom! Got it right. Yeah. So, no, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. The thing with Batman is, right, he's meant to be the peak of physical achievement, mm. right? Of what you can be. And one of the biggest credits we had for. Um, Christian Bale. Bale was. No, not Bale, no, sorry, for Affleck. Okay. Was he was physically quite hulking and imposing. When he had a fight scene, he would pick up guys on one arm, body slam yeah. them. And you're like, that's actually kind of impressive. And if Batman's a badass, that's how he'd fight. Mm. 
But when Batman fought Bane in Dark Knight Rises, yeah. it didn't look that impressive at all because Bane didn't look big enough because Bane, Bane's just fucking huge. Yeah. Right? And Top Hyde is a good actor, but he, didn't, he got big, but he looked bigger in Warrior than he looked yeah, as Bane. Yeah. And it didn't look great in the fight, it didn't look particularly impressive at all, and mm-hmm. the fights didn't look that great at all. And just jerky camera angles. Yeah. Whereas, whereas when, when Batfleck was there and Batman vs. Superman, terrible film, but yeah. Uh, you know, films okay, quite so Tell me about Robert Patterson then. Well, Why do you so think it's going to be bad? Hulking, right? Hulking guy, he, he, he Yeah, he was told to put on weight. He goes, Now nah, you're okay. How did you know that? <laughs> it's been reported. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> he literally, he's like, they go to, You should be put on size. The role, he goes, Nah. So why did they give him the role then if he didn't comply? It wasn't in the contract to do so. He wanted to make more of a believable character. Batman's never going to be fucking believable. Ever. No, never. Right? But they go, Bale's more believable. He didn't him size either. Yeah, but Bale's down. Bale did. He did look big. Let's be real. He was the biggest he ever looked. Yeah, Bale's amazingly good at gaining weight and losing weight. For yeah, as we saw with the machine. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Him and I think the guy in Dallas Buyers Club who played uh, Mark McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey the dropped weight loss he did for that. Yeah. 50 Cent did one, didn't he? Where yeah. he lost loads of weight. He did 50 what? did a film where he became a cancer patient. No, I don't remember that. Google 50 Cent cancer patient and you see how emancipated he looked for one role he had to do. And he's not he looking up. cancer patient. Oh, God. Like <laughs> you can see the picture of him, right? He looks like a woman. I, I, no comment. Fifth, yeah. fifth, that was him, it wasn't me. Yeah, that was Down me. Curtis. Whoa, he so looks good. like a zombie in this one. Man. There you go, yeah. So, again, Jesus. impressive, right? What people do for their craft. Yeah. And then you got you got emo boy like, yeah, nah, give me six weeks, yeah? Okay, cool. Six weeks later, no change. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's going to be uh, an interesting film. We'll yeah. see how it goes. But I'm not overly enamoured by the idea. I wasn't liking the band the casting anyway. And the problem is, if someone casts badly in a film, the fans are a key token of everything, right? They can make a film. Yeah, I mean, fans want to go and see an actor of some sort. But they also want to believe the actor of some sort as well. Yeah, if it's not believed. Yeah, but I guess I understand his logic of saying, I want to make this believable because I'm just me. So he's trying to add that believability to it. But as you said, it's a fucking comic film. Batman's not an everyday sort of person. Batman's not the idea of an everyday guy became Batman. Yeah. To get a guy went away and trained non-stop over and over again for years to achieve this level. Yeah. So to the point where the best thing I read ages ago was the real life version of Batman in other media is from Suits. Uh, Gabriel Mark? No, the other dude. The one that plays Mike Ross. Mike Ross actor. Right. He's the real life version of in that, in that of what Batman would be like. Oh, close enough, yeah, Because yeah. he, Whitney a similar smart. information, yeah. Whitney smart, takes everything on, sees it once, wickedly intelligent, mm. that is how Batman would be, right? So he could really be Batman, mm. if you add your physicality onto it as well. Yeah. So that's kind of what he's done, that's like if Batman had some sort of condition that made yeah. him so good, that would be the condition he had. He reads something once, he understands it, he memorizes it, he can repeat it again, that's why he's so clever. Mm. Also why he's so obsessive and knows so much, and it's got the amazing, you know, ability to plan for anything because yeah. it's got that level of depth of ability. That's about power. He had a superpower. It'll be Batman as Mike Ross. Yeah. And also, he's a badass. Yeah. And I'm not buying that with Pats at all. Well, you have to wait and see how the film is. I, think I do. I think, I think we're all going to see it because we're all just suckers for it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll it see it, but then the thing is, the trouble is, you're going with the expectation of having the bar so low on the floor that you're just going to be like, all right, maybe. But also, goodwill is spent, 
right? It's earned and it's spent. Well, how Star much of DC got? That's, that's the point I'm trying to make to you, right? What was the last good DC film you saw? That's good DC film I saw. To do that, I've got to name them, okay? So now I've got to name good DC films. Apart from the Batman trilogy... That's it. Right? I can't think of a good DC film. Exactly. I, did, I, I haven't said that. I did watch the extended edition version of Batman vs. Superman. You read three and a half hours? No, but no, 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 not, not Justice League. Oh, sorry. Batman vs. Superman. Batman vs. Superman. How long was that? Dawn of Justice. Nearly three hours. Yeah. It still made more sense, but again, the comic was so much better. Typical geek, the comic was so much better. The comic was fucking excellent. The cartoon was good as well. The cartoon based on the comic. Yeah. That's why it was so good, right? Yeah. And the idea in that one was Batman wasn't Batman, Batman was more Clint Eastwood. Yeah. He's retired and come back and he beats him with brains mm-hmm. rather than just, I'm going to make a big sort of javelin with a bit of crypto at the end of it. And fuck it you it's just such a bad thing. Your superpower that makes you so weak is a piece of green rock. What, and they lean into it so heavily. No, he's helped other things as well. Yeah. Like Batman, in the, the, what he did in the, in the comic was he set off a nuclear bomb which set off a mushroom cloud the debris and blocked the sun out. And blocked the sun out, yeah. Superman's powers above the sun. Exactly. So you so hit by a nuclear bomb, that wounds him anyway. He didn't regenerate as well because the sun's blocked off. Mm. Boom, Batman on, react your suit, yeah. fox him on. Yeah. Clever. But yeah, they didn't do that. No. So, Eternals, as a film, cool, but I would say to you, catch it at home. Yeah, catch it on Disney because Disney did like a massive drop on the weekend. Gone, like you showed me. Oh, which is well, they put out. Well, the the video Shang-Chi and stuff on Disney Plus though. Yeah, so you got to pay for it still. Oh wait, what? Disney Plus. I think there's, there's Disney Plus Plus. I think it is. Right. I think it's a case of rather than go straight to Disney Plus for free, you Disney pay. Plus pay per view. Uh, so like they have a Black Widow. Remember. I haven't watched Black Widow yet. Black yet. Widow, you, you could watch it straight away. You could watch away. it now for free, can't yeah. you? Yeah. I don't for free, but first, maybe it's free now. I when think it first came out. I think there's like a time period where you can't do it. When it first came out, you had to pay. Yeah. And for three days you had it, whatever else. Mm. Like, like coincided, <laughs> yeah, it coincided with the cinema with the cinema release. Actually, I don't think it was because um, yeah. people that we know downloaded, they, they bought it. It was still available on their Disney for like a month after. Okay, so we have a long It just stays before. there. Yeah. yeah. They still pay for it, right? And that's why Scarlett Johansson sued them because mm-hmm. took out of pay per view earnings because you're in direct competition with that as so well. That's the one, yeah. So is that key? Just change your camera. Sure. All right, ignore me. Um, so, I did need to change it, but yeah. Okay. Fine. So what was I saying? Sorry. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, but we can move on. She sued them. Sued them, and everything else go from there. Yeah. Trailers before that actually. Yeah. Morbius. The Morbius one. That was weird. I thought I was like, is this Blade? I'd never heard of Morbius. You have. No. You, okay, you have. When? The cartoon version of Spider-Man, Ninja Nightmare. Felicia. And he used to have the blood suckers on his hand. Michael oh, Marvel. that. That's Morbius, bro. Oh, shit. Okay. The vampire thing. Right. The bat-like thing. Do you think it's going to be any good? It's Sony, so we'll see. They're trying to create their own sort of world inside of the Marvel MCU. Without Why can't they just merge into one, man? Because money, man. Money and rights. That's all it is. They've got to keep making us... Because the Marvel contract was... Once you stop making films for a number of time, the IP reverts back to us. Oh, so you have to keep putting something out in a certain time period. It's why they reboot it so many times. Fucking okay, no. hell! And also, it's, it's money maker for them. It makes money. Mm. The more it goes, we are Venom. I'm joking, man. Morbius. It's like, dude, Venom wasn't that big enough for that to be funny. No. I was the weird. Actually, weird out at the Eternals when you laughed when they broke the table. You found that quite funny. I did laugh. That's in the trailer though. I didn't exact see the scene. Oh, okay. I didn't see the trailer. Yeah, that's that's where I laughed. Right? That exact scene, the child laughed. Everyone's like, ha ha, go. 
That exactly. That exact I didn't scene see the trailer. trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally mouthed it. I keep like, fall 2004. Fucking, how many times have you seen the trailer? Twice. I didn't watch it once. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I wasn't expecting to watch it, so. Okay. I didn't think it was, you know, top of my priority list, but. Yeah. Okay, Morbius, yeah, I guess so. Morbius was they're trying to make some horror thing. Like, Venom's kind of border horror, border comic. I haven't watched Venom versus Carnage. I didn't think it was worth it, all the effort. The ending of it brings Venom into uh, the Spider Universe. There we go. Literally, like, randomly, I, I haven't seen it, I just read about it. He goes, oh, by the way, I've got other powers. Like, Venom goes to Brock. Mm-hmm. Like, what? And sort of teleports him. Mm-hmm. And he ends up in the universe where Spider-Man is. And J. Jonah Jameson goes, and Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Right. It's like, oh, okay, cool. So he's going to have some sort of role to play in this. Quite probably. Now, the trouble I got is with Venom is that he's different in MCU than the comics. Mm-hmm. In the comics, he comes from Spider-Man. It's right. the same thing. Oh yeah, he does. He's like spawn as he's, he's spawn as like a not offspring. He's a symbiote that comes down and takes over Spider Man's body and then comes off Spider Man and leaves Spider Man. He's more like a jealous lover. Yeah. In the original comics, though, the original idea was Venom was a woman. Venom was a woman. Spider Man saved, and because she saved her, she caught caught her. She had ended up having an abortion or a miscarriage. Fucking hell! So she was going to be a woman who was like hates Spider Man because he cost her the baby. Yeah. And they were like, okay, fine. So they have the symbiote powers and everything else. The Marvel directors were like, we can't have a woman beating Spider-Man. Fans just won't buy it. So instead, they made Eddie Brock Spider-Man instead. Uh, Venom, uh, Venom instead. That's where it came from. So that'll be in the new films now. Again, it's all the interconnectivity of different. I films just feel like everything together. is just really cinema dominant by superhero films now. There's not many independent films that come out that are actually worth watching. I'm sorry, but I grew up a geek and I had years. No, films. I get it, but then it's like, okay what else is there really to watch that's going to make money that people are thinking I will watch it independent the reboot of Matrix yeah I mean I need to watch the last two because I think I was too young to understand them properly they were shit why were they so bad they were just awful the first one was such a cool thing the first one was great the first one, the, the I've rewatched the first so one they tried to really add levels to it and make it so convoluted yeah. make it like it's a it's a level under a why level why was two and three so bad they are they are to Matrix what the prequels and Star Wars are to Star Wars. Right, so episodes one, two, and three. Yes, yeah, are together. Yeah, yeah, they are that bad. Yeah, I mean, Matrix Four looks it looks like it's just going to be, you know, welcome back to the world and stuff, and we've well, rebooted the rumor, it. The rumor is the main character now is going to be Trinity, not um, Neo. That's Why? the rumor. Women, well, girl power, who knows? But oh, it's God, a, it, again, man. it's a rumor though, right? Yeah, like, but if that a, happens, a of, yeah. it's like. This is getting ridiculous. Like I understand, but chill. If you're bringing back an old franchise, let the franchise run how it was set up. Well, it's like Ghostbusters, right? They reprojected the girls, and no one likes it. We saw the Ghostbusters new trailer again now, and I was like, I don't care. Yeah, but you were. Oh, yeah, true. Ghostbusters, I think, has time come and gone. It's not as a beloved IP as like, no, as it's a not. That's why I'm like, just let it go, let it die. Yeah, let it just run, right? Yeah, yeah. But the women let it run and die. They were terrible. I didn't bother watching it. Not, I saw not, the, not because it's a women thing. I just didn't, didn't want care. to see it. I saw the first half an hour and thought, are you kidding me, right? No, thank you. Really? On to the next one. Absolute. Just terrible. Again, Especially when it's available on streaming stuff, people will just hit and run very quickly. Yeah, and you do run quite quickly when you see it. Yeah. So yeah, no. And then the woman involved got upset saying, oh, we've been criticised by, you know, bad reviewers and people who are, you know, for the patriarchy and like, no, dude, if you shit, you shit. Yeah. It's like that whole Chappelle thing. You know when he came in an apology for the trans thing? 
You mean the show I went to and he did the apology and didn't do it for apology? No, no, no. So you had your show you went to. Yeah. But after that, he was doing, like, he had a speech where, you know, I will meet with trans activists on the following Oh, reasons. right, that one, yeah, yeah. And the final thing he said was, I'll do it on my occasion, my Tuesday, watching my specials. And you have to agree that this person isn't funny. Hannah Gatsby. Hannah Gatsby is not funny. funny. Yeah. Like, oh, because she's moaning. She's, she's always moaning. Yeah, but she's moaning that because Dave Chappelle, because Netflix haven't banned Dave Chappelle, she's getting death threats. Don't how, 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 that's, there's no logic in that whatsoever. Because you could, that, that's like because trying to draw, that's like enough. trying to draw a comparison from nothing. Yeah, Honestly, you could not. say, oh, it's raining today because I cried yesterday. What? That doesn't make any sense. You're just making a comparison of something and trying to draw some sort of relationship to it. Well, disclaimer, I don't know who she is. Apparently she's a comedian. She, so, she is a comedian and Dave Chappelle, on one of his acceptance speeches he gave a few years ago. Right. He went on stage and he said, thank you to everyone else who was in the same thing. And he mentioned Hannah Gatsby because she was in the same category for him for his comedy special. Okay. But he won. Yes. And he said, well, everybody said that this, this special was bad to watch and stuff because he was a little bit on the nose. Right. Is, is on the nose the right phrase? I don't know. But he was pushing boundaries at that point. Close and he to mentioned, yeah. he mentioned Hannah Gatsby. And he said, she did a good job and stuff. So I was like, okay, so you know who she is. But now he's like, now you're not funny. I'm like, okay, are you basing that off her last special? Yeah, because the first special was, was apparently decent. Yeah. The second one was apparently terrible. That's, that, that's had, what it is. And she had really low numbers on it. Yeah. Netflix never showed her numbers at all. No. Right, but then she did really badly. And now she's like, oh, Dave Chappelle, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if she's trans, I don't know what she is. I don't know what she is. I... But... Yeah. I don't know enough to care really. It's, it's, it's right. quite sad, it, isn't it? I actually name don't it. know. How, it, I don't care yeah. enough to Google her and sit and be like, "Who are you? Let yeah. me watch you. Are you funny?" Like, yeah. no. If it's someone tells me they're not funny, I'm like, "Cool, they ain't funny." Done. Especially if a comedian says they're not funny. Normally, they're quite supportive of one another. They are. They're and I'm really, like, if yeah. you say that they're yeah. not funny, I'm like, okay, I kind of believe you because you're very funny. But I judge people based on the comedians they like. Like we said, one of my guys talking earlier said he preferred Mo Gilligan, Dave Chappelle. I judge you as a person. Don't get me wrong, I like Mo, but I don't think he's the same Yeah, exactly. Like, like, dude. They're, they're two very different types of comedy as well. No, funny is funny. No, but they're two different types of comedy. So, for example, Mo's very local British comedy, Dave's international comedy. Okay. That's the difference. Well, like, for me, it's a case of if you have Paul Chowdhury or Russell Peters. Russell Peters is better. Right, Paul because Chowdhury. Russell Peters appeals to more minorities than Paul Chowdhury. Paul Chowdhury's got a very sort of set... He, he has a set thing and he always picks on the Asians but Russell Peters is like I'm going to pick on everybody not just Asians I'm going to pick on black people I'm going to pick on all types oh, of people yeah, right? and he's like I'm going to pick on all Asians not just Indians and yeah. I'm like that's smart yeah. and then he builds his own improvisation skills off that as well yeah. which you see in his specials and in his little clips he puts on Instagram and I'm like that's impressive I think what cost me poor challenge of credit with me was Rose Battle he went on it on the, on the um, college one, one. Comedy Central, mm. he was on Roast Battle. Most of his best lines were, I did Wembley, you couldn't do Wembley Market. Kept repeating that like, a couple of times. I thought, dude, man. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah, I mean, and he lost. Some of them do pre rehearsed lines and stuff. Yeah, uh, they, they all do pre rehearsed lines. They all do it in like Nick Cannon's Wild and Out, remember? Like, yeah, yeah, cool. They all had their, like, wild let me style. have my little wild style thing yeah. straight back. And then some of those you could see that they improvised back, and I was like, that's good, because you've gone off and, what the person and just and said. And off it as well. Yeah, that's smart. But people that come on with like pre-rehearsed stuff, it's not. It, well, right about this pre-rehearsed. Pre-rehearsed. You can see he's pre-rehearsed, but 
it would help your case more if you went back on something that they said to you just a few minutes ago. If you were ago. quick enough to do it, yeah. If you're quick enough. If you've got the yeah. wit for it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. This is why I rate... Um, the Roastmaster, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. And that's why I rated him so much when he, when he was yeah. there on stage. Because he didn't come and be funny with it as well. And he ripped off like seven yeah. different types of people. I, I would love to go to a roast battle in America in yeah. the comedy store. Well, he does. I think yeah. he isn't there, Ross. I think it's Kill Tony, I think, where they do that. Pass. Maybe. It would be cool to watch. I'd be like... I, 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 Edinburgh Film Festival yeah they have them there I see. so good mm. I have another film festival comedy festival yeah the Fringe Hometown gotta go got it I, I, I saw a guy there and um, literally like I went to what's called the superhero battle again I'm a geek um, each comedian had a superhero they had to say it was better than the other ones yeah and they all put their own superheroes you can't do the same one twice and then there's like a tournament edition so as the weeks went on, some guys came back and did it again. The idea is if I come and I represent, let's say, Goku, and I win that, yeah. that round, I'll come back again. It's a free show. People pay at the end as a donation. Yeah, yeah. But then people are like, that guy was really funny. Oh, by the way, I've got a show as well, guys. And you know I'm funny because I did this other thing, so you don't use up any of your material either because you've done a stuff. I see. So you just come back and see the same thing again and again. Yeah, but, but no, 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 no. You can riff if you want to. The idea is, whenever I talk about Goku in my show, he's not part of my show at all. But I'm that good a comedian, I can make it look funny with three of the guys, bounce yeah. off each other. And you're like, I liked him, didn't like him, I liked him, grab their flyers, I'll see you at your own show. Oh, right, so it's like free marketing. In marketing, that's how it yeah. works, the free fringe, right? Smart. We saw a, a Polish guy called Victor Protescu. No, not Polish, a Romanian guy. So funny. Mm. So good. One battle, he was Jesus. He goes, hey, I'm a superhero. Why? I got powers. <laughs> I turn water into wine. Yeah. Yeah. I have holes in my hands and I can keep going. Yeah, I can come back from the dead. Come back from the dead. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm legit. I have two lives. I walk on water. Say something. And I can disappear when I want to and no one knows why. See, superhero, right? Mm. And we're like, "Ah, very good point, superhero. So he he did that. And then at one point, someone in the crowd shouted, do a rose battle. So all the three queens on stage, one was Mystique, one was Jesus, one was the Punisher. Mm. He just ripped them apart. Um, he also goes to roast battles as well so Edinburgh Fringe Festival it's not just a case of you're there to do comedy and to do your show and work on it you can also develop new bits and bounce with other comedians and if you get a skit or a bit that works really well and it risks something it lands really well oh I can actually use that later on. Yeah. get inspired by other people around you mm. so that was a good thing to go to, to, go to. so when we back on it I think it came back this year didn't go this year but I will go next year for sure Something Absolutely fun. love it. Edinburgh's yeah. Edinburgh's a dope ass city. Great place, just a long African drive. Yeah. You want to talk about um the black album as well? Today, on this day in two thousand three, the black on album. This came day out. in two thousand and three. So Sunday released. the fourteenth of November. Wasn't it Sunday? Well no. I'm saying today's date now for people. Yeah. Sorry Sunday the fourteenth okay. of November for listeners, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, no. Came out black album. Great album. Must have been a Friday, because they normally do album drops on Fridays, don't they? Yeah, normally, normally it's a case. I think mom and pop used to be a case of, in the big stores it came out on the Friday. Yeah. But then to give mom and pop stores, as in smaller stores, a chance, it yeah. came out at those stores uh, a couple of days early. So you always get them from there first to get the first wave, so they get some of the pickup as well at the same time. And the Black Album came out, legendary album. Mm. I didn't appreciate how good an album actually was until years later. Yeah. Because yeah, it was the, it, it was always going to be the original concept for that album was. Oh, by the way, guys, I'm a massive hip hop geek as well. Mm-hmm. So, so far, we've got comic geek, hip hop geek, what else? Gaming geek. Gaming geek. 
geek, geek. Yeah, um, trainer geek. Oh, trainer man. Hip hop man. That's part of the culture. There you go. Um, there was a concept for that album. Yeah, it was his final album. He's meant to retire on it. But it wasn't meant to be what it was. It was meant to be 12 songs, 12 different producers, mm. one song each. That was it. And, and no. They didn't go out there. It was a, there were some producers who did a couple. Yeah. So they, they had an a in theory release list of who produced what song. And he goes, the goal is, I'm going to release this album. No marketing, just a black square. Just a date, a black square. No artwork, no nothing. Just put it out there. If you get it, you get it. That didn't happen either. It didn't happen either, but then he goes, that's what my goal was. Mm. But then Def Jam turned around to him and said, yo, listen, it's the fourth quarter. We're a bit low of sales this year. We need you to go hard on this one. It's your big thing, you know, make a big, you know, anything else. Yeah. Wasn't he president at the time? No. No? No, he retired and then came back oh, to Oh, right, okay, fine, fine. So with that album, I remember, I remember, I remember the front cover of that album. Yeah. It's like him with that cap. See, you cap have that front down. cover. There were, there were multiple covers. The right. cover I had was a black tile with a sticker that said Jay-Z Black Album stuck on it mm. I bought the album got the sticker peeled it off right it's a black album man. Was, you buy a CD you put it on your, on your CD rack right, got it's it. the one black album it was like whoa statement mm. I get the original picture I think the whole album probably maybe two bad songs and I was about yeah, like, what, 14, yeah. I remember talking album. about this a while ago yeah there's only like two bad songs but you were saying you got on here Fade 2 Fade to Black Fade to Black the documentary the documentary I watched that again. That was one of the documentaries I had on my little iPod back in the day. Yes. Yeah, I've watched it numerous times. One thing I remember from that documentary was when he did a freestyle to, um, what was it? Uh, LL Cool J, when I'm alone in my room, he redid that on stage. Fucked up with Hobo and Thug, yeah. It was fucking brilliant. And I was like, wow, okay, that was some nice improvisation you did. I I think he's done it a few times. I think it's part of the show. Yeah. Because um, he had a live band with him, right? Yeah, he did. What I love about it was when he went on stage in that band, he had a Black Quest from Roots. No, yeah, from the Roots, Black Quest yeah. drummer, right? He did a yo, we're here, Matt's Oh, Questlove. Questlove, Questlove. Yeah. Quest, yeah, so I'm thinking Black Thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Right. Questlove, he goes, yo, we're nervous, but JT goes, yo, I'm thinking about it's Boston, yeah? So it's Boston, not the school, not the garden, right? Mm. And he comes on, he performs. I love the way that documentary was made. They cut him back. Yeah, they cut back and forth back. to when he met up with producers and how he worked Rick with... Rick Ross, Nine Problems. He worked with Timberland. He Timberland, worked with Pharrell. He yeah, worked with Kanye, Kanye West. West. The Kanye West thing was quite cool because now he's Kanye West now being Kanye West. He no was, one knew him at that point. No, no, no. no, no he was not. He was, no, I mean like as a rapper. He hadn't put out the kind of shop out at that point. He hadn't put it out, but people he, people knew him enough to know it's Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. He goes, but they, but they didn't his, you know, know that he had the rapping ability in it. I think he maybe had put out uh, this way. Ooh, my ex-girl wanted me to because I got a girlfriend and we you got from me now she's a Christian freak because I'm now she's a Christian yeah yeah I'm girls to the bench like a six people this way this way Dialy Peoples came out in 2004 uh, so, yeah yeah that, that, that makes sense okay but when they college dropped out about 2005 yeah yeah but the blackout came in 2003 college dropout release day yeah. February 2004 it doesn't add up it does because how you what you're forgetting Kanye was a producer. How many songs he produced before that? He made no, his own blueprint albums. I'm not saying that. Yeah, people didn't know Kanye had rapped prior to that, unlike an actual song. Mm. So yeah. when I watched that documentary, bear in mind the Fate of Black thing came out after Kanye had put out the College Dropout. Yes. So I was like, oh, I know who Kanye is, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that he was just a producer. Oh, I knew, I knew. Well, okay, I knew. Kanye I was a kid, right? You, I'm you, trying you to say from my point. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Obviously, you would know, but I didn't know that. Yeah, but like. For me, Kanye was the guy who made that album, uh, the uh, Blueprint album. 
Boom Bap, Boom Bap 2, made up Beanie Seagulls tracks, even those freeway tracks. Yeah. All this. He was, him and Just Blaze just everywhere. Mm. And yeah, then you see him like, you know, came making a song, getting anxious, throwing a few rhymes in there yeah. as well. And he had a song, Last Call, where he yeah. explains to you know. Where he explains how he got signed to Rockefeller on the end. I was going to say Rock Nation, but it wasn't called Rock Nation. No. To no. Rockefeller, yeah. Yeah, so again, that's cool seeing him there and him going through it all. And the reason why I watched it was because he's put other thing with Noriega, hasn't he? The two interviews on, drug, on Drink Champs. Yeah, I haven't watched this yet. I need to watch it at some point. But okay. he went on this interview and he apparently was dropping dropping fire everywhere. <laughs> he was throwing shots, dropping fire, doing everything. Mm. So, um, yeah, he was more lucid and uh, logical than he was on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. podcast, which was fucking so hard to listen to. But he does go off on rants, like... Yeah. Like, he does start here and he goes, oh, over there. And he goes back to here again. Like, How the fuck did that go oh, yeah. back again? Like a pendulum. Not like a pendulum, just, just like, did you? And then like, Laurie's like, oh, boy, you still talking about this? And you can see, I'll bring it back in a minute. He did come back and mention yeah. it, but he wasn't the greatest link ever. But yeah, he was dropping all sorts. Like, he goes, just Blaze just copied me. Like, just Blaze just stopped copying my shit. Like, I respect you, you're cool, but acknowledge you copied me. That's what you did. Wow. Out there, like, whoa. And he goes, versus, man, I do versus. You know, we do our versus battle here, right? Yeah, yeah. He goes, I do versus, I've got to take on like four guys at the same time. I gotta take on a producer, I gotta take on a rapper, I gotta take on this guy, everyone. I gotta take on Timberland and Drake. Mm. Take them both on. And I could battle you just on drums with Timberland. He goes, we can break down to the type of drums we're using in songs. Yeah. And that level of sort of, you know, as a music geek, yeah, like, okay, cool, I can respect what he's saying here. What he's saying here to add another level of how difficult it will get. Just showing you that there can be terms applied to a versus battle, which people don't believe me in my gym and give me grief to this fucking day of what we did saying you put fucking limitations on against Indy and you fucked him and it wasn't a fair thing and like fuck you guys it is what it is <laughs> I'm one I'm gonna take that W and yeah <laughs> so um, yeah he does that he talks about uh, Beanie oh he dissed Talib really? yeah he goes Talib's not a good rapper I'm not a bad Talib I don't fuck with Talib but, he, but Talib put him on well, yeah. he said that. He said, "Well, like, reason, reason why, yeah, 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 exactly." Clearly, you don't love him for that. Right? Yeah, because they go common. Because Nori got thing where he goes, "No, two, you know, either one or the other. If you can't choose, take a shot. If you can't choose, take a shot." Right? Yeah. Common or Talib? It's common. Talib shit. <laughs> I don't fuck with Talib's raps. Why? He says what? What I had to tell people was I was known as the producer, backpacker rapper. Yeah, yeah. Right. First player with the bands in the backpack. Yeah. Always said, when I rhyme, I say something significant. Now I'm talking about money, hoes, and rims again. Yeah, yeah. Right? He goes, well, I wasn't really a backpacker anyway. I was a guy from the streets who had killed nobody. Yeah. So I couldn't really be the streets guy. Yeah. So I said, I'm a backpacker instead. Mm-hmm. That's why I was there with Peppy the hats and this All and the that. Time, shit. Yeah, he had that little look. That look yeah. going on. He goes, I was trying to be a backpacker, then stylish. Yeah. But I'm from the streets. That's why I was all rapping about hoes, cash money, all that yeah, other shit. Yeah. That's why none of his rapping was ever backpacker rap. Yeah. And you go, that's why, who the fuck wants to tell it quality? Truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense. Yeah, and I get it, but it, still, it's still that's sold, a good rapper. You can't it's, skills, it's skills sold, truth be told. I'm yeah, I get it, but I get your quote in lyrics, right? Yeah, I understand. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is, yeah. Talib Kwali is still a very good rapper. But he doesn't rate him. He says, as a, rap, as, a, as a rapper voice, he'd rather be Buster Rhymes. Okay, that's fair, but... Still, solely on his own, when Talib Kweli came out at the oh, Dave Chappelle thing and dropped yeah. a quick 32, I was in awe. I was like, wow. I've seen Talib live. 
And I, I was phenomenal. Right. He's phenomenal. Yeah. I think he's a great rapper, but all I'm saying is, Yeezy doesn't fuck with him. Right? And then Weird. he goes, I haven't seen the guy in years. And then Nori goes, Did you see what the day felt? He goes, Oh shit, yeah, I did see him. I gotta fight him now. Fuck, I've been cussing him for ages. I saw him the other day. <laughs> it's like, This guy, he's man. Lost, man. He, he's, he, he's, he's cool, like he, him and Kim. He's got a thing about Kim Kardashian, obviously, because he's still my wife, we're not divorced at all. There's no paperwork in there at all. Yeah, but she's dating like Pete Davidson now. So. Uh, like, rumoured, right? Rumoured. He's dating someone else as well, right? It's a fucking good, but I want to keep my family together. Okay, cool, that's yeah. what you do, but you're a bit too crazy, a bit too hyped sometimes. Yeah. Um, but he goes, one thing he wants, he wants her to be a lawyer and pass the bar exam. Mm. He goes, because he goes, there are people that don't want to do that. When she passes the bar exam, you know, her clean is going to be a bit more hidden, just going to be a little yeah, bit longer. Yeah. And girls are going to aspire to be, oh, Kim Kardashian, the hot lawyer. Mm not the hot girl who does all the pretty pictures. Yeah. And you know, that's not going to do well people's brands. Mm. And they're not going to like that about her at all either. He's very paranoid. Uh, but then equally, at the same time, there's reasons why he's paranoid about it as well. He's like, they want rappers to be dumb and keep people dumb and say dumb things. Bone Thugs and Harmony were told by the uh, CIA, we want you to make this kind of music. It's, it's documented, they said that. Why? Making this ignorant hood thug music because it keeps people listening to that sort of music and that mentality. The last thing you want people to Yeah, but equally, when it comes to hip hop, there's smarter rhymes like how you said yesterday, you were on the way home and you were listening to Yeah. You were listening to Prime Prime, which yeah. is Royce Five Nine and Royce. Royce Five Nine. Absolutely loads of guys. Right. And they were smashing it with lines. Smashing it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is you can still appreciate good lyrics and you don't get that in a lot of normal musical sing along songs. Yeah. You don't get that. So you can say it's a street mentality, fine. But equally, it's worse than the best shit gets made too. Lyrically. You say street mentality, but they're talking about hoes, bitches, money, shooting. That's what, the, that's what they meant. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right, I've got Prime Album. Prime Album is just fantastic for rhyming. It's an yeah. old album, right? But it's, I want to hear something real. That to me is real. If I want to go back to the source of the music, of hip-hop, or I love, that's what I go to. Other stuff's cool. Drake stuff's cool and everything else. He doesn't really kill too many bitches or anything else. That's fine. Mm. You know, but... You should try and sell like you're trying to make music differently, make it to a different level. Yeah. You know, make 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 it about different things, like a song about God and love and you know, something you can play in the house. I'm yeah. Like, Donda's got no swears on it, apparently. You can't do what Donda got no swears it on doesn't, it. It doesn't, but he still calls girls throat goats. So yeah, it depends how you want to say it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I I, 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 I find that what? weird how he doesn't have swears on it, but he still bleeps it out. And I'm like, so why bother saying it then if you're that passionate about it? Well, does it affect the art? It's the question. You've got a gap in the song now. It's like it's like how when you listen to songs back in the day on the radio and it's yeah. got a gap, and it would just subtly, just maybe like five percent annoy you that there's a gap. Well, it depends how it was done. I bought the Gangstar album Owners. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember that. It was a clean version, and for years I never knew it well, was no, a clean version. Cause it wasn't but I thought one. it was styled yeah. that way. However, Kanye didn't do that. He just said, "Oh, let me fuck this." Oh shit, I said that. Let me this. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, I know what you're saying, just say it. It's not like you scratched yeah. or you made something smart over it or you had a sound effect. It should be like a smash or it should be like a little duck, duck. That yeah. would work, right? Yeah. If you do it well enough. But then again, it might not, might not fit the aesthetic of the song. Yeah. Right? And, and you got to think of how the art's made. If they're to edit it out, it's, it's like putting, like if you've got a naked, you know you go to um, museums, museums with naked women pictures everywhere. Yeah. Imagine they went around and put like a like sensor stamps over their nipples everywhere. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right? It's that kind of level. Uh, you know, like, well, no, this show for what it's showing. Having said that, I hate museums. 
I'll probably enjoy it more than you know stamps over nipples. <laughs> they're funny to me. Huh, Why? I, I laugh. I'm gonna that's well. fucking hilarious. Museums are most. I find paintings, old paintings, museums, people absolutely fucking boring. It's like yeah. looking. The best thing that you can give is going to someone's house, looking at a wedding album of a wedding you didn't go to, and you know no one who was there. That's what a museum paintings feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to the Louvre. I'm like, all right, cool. I'd rather go to Natural History Museum instead. You know, when you go to the Louvre, I'll be like, yo, I'm here to just accumulate some steps today. Uh, it is, so it is step work. Let's just go and accumulate a bunch of steps. That's the mentality I'm going it into. It is step it, work, I'm like, Absolutely. let's just go and do some steps. That's I'm it. Like, oh, go to Mona Lisa. Bruh, that thing is like a far away thing. Mona Lisa, right? I got that. I was expecting it to be massive. And I walked up to it and I was like, yo, there's a load of people in front taking pictures of it. I'm like, the pictures are in high definition on Google. Why are you taking a picture of it? And then I got to the front and I was like, there's this massive gap between me and it. And I was like, this is, this is shit. It's like when you go to a concert and you're at the very front. Yeah. There's that gap, isn't there, between the front where you are, the railings. Well, well, gap, not at a Travis Scott concert, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, um, there's, there's still a gap there. There's yeah, still, there's still a gap there until he says, jump over, it's cool. Jump He's, over. I, I, no, to be fair, I've not followed any of it. I know there's a crush. I've been to concerts. Yeah, yeah the crush thing happened, but uh, pre- he's got he's got previous to doing shit like this. So what, so what did he do? Tell me. I, I still well, hang on. Let me just check the camera. Oh, we got the camera? It's done. Yeah, he's done. Okay. Yeah. Right. So what he did was right. he carried on the concert when people were basically dying around him. Yeah, but okay. Okay. We're right now here. Yeah. On the podcast. There's lights there. There's a light there. Okay. So here's what happened, right? There were ambulances trying to get in, get into the actual area of yes. the concert. Yeah. And he just carried on. And I'm like, you can see there's an ambulance trying to get through. And people were shouting at him in between songs. Stop, we need help. From the side. We need help. From, like from around him. The crowd. No, the crowd was saying, Stop, we need help, stop. And he, he said, Put your middle finger up if you want me to carry on. And they did, so we carried on. And I'm like, You can see around you, I there's people giving CPR to others that are literally dead on the floor. I'm not sure. I, I don't know how well you can see because, like I said, if you're on stage, I concert, get that. I get that. Like, lights right now, I can't see I understand that. However, he did stop the concert at the time. So I was like, Okay, you've stopped it now. Yeah. So you know something was up. Okay. So. Oh. You can't just stop and start again. If you stop, you're like, all right, what's going on? I've got to, someone brief me, like side stage, yeah. my management, someone yeah, tell me what's going now on. Now, for me, I believe management now. Like, if something happens, someone's like, this shit happened, man, run on stage, pull me up, yo, eh, this. Yeah, the, reason, the reason why all this happens is to give people some insight into what happened. Yeah. I'm not I saying context. He says he hates it when I say context. So give people, like, time, give people yeah. like background. Yeah. What happened was, he had this event called Astro World, where it's basically a massive outdoor event. Yeah. On the day, he was encouraging people on Twitter to storm it and over overpopulate the concert. What the fuck? So people were overpopulating it. They stormed it. They jumped over the barricades. They got in. Ignorance. So that's one. Yeah. Right. Loads of people are inside. Secondly, when the whole thing started, people sort of surged to the front. More. As it always happens. Every when concert. that happened, people yeah. were saying, "If you didn't jump with the crowd, in in sync with them." You were getting trampled. Yeah, well, and you were gonna die. Basically, that happened. okay, okay. And there's there's no space for people to get out of the front. It was all so over o- overpopulated and okay. overcrowded. It was ridiculous. So basically, what you're saying there is really the issue there is overcrowding. Yeah, the issue was overcrowding and that's security. It, that's it. They, they, they fucked it. I've up. been to concerts where when the artist comes on stage, like, I'm an o- I would say without blowing my trumpet too much, yeah. I'm an OG of concerts. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I know how this shit works. I've been with you. I took to that Watch the Throne tour, right? I remember that. When the rush comes, be ready. You're gonna get crushed. There's gonna be a wave move this way. Yeah, that's cool. Go with the wave. There's always gonna be a correction afterwards. Make sure you push back just as hard to get back to your old spot. Yeah, 
you flow with the constant waves back and yeah. forth. That's how it works. Mm. You're gonna get crushed, you're gonna get squashed, pushed back, everything else, yeah, bundle up, all that kind of shit. That's normal standard, standard concert shit. The issue you got here is there's too many people there. There were too many people there. A bunch of people were, you know, clearly on drugs and stuff. And when yeah. the ambulances were trying to get through, right. some of these kids were jumping on the top of that ambulance thinking it was a part of the show. And they're like, oh, it's an ambulance. Let's just jump on top of it and fucking oh, not let fuck. it get through. That's security issues. Security will be There crazy. is, and nobody around them was like letting the ambulance, ambulance go job. through to help people. Fuck, so okay. it was just a massive fuck up by everybody, all parties involved, right? I think Live Nation fucked it by having the concert go ahead when they knew it was overpopulated. They didn't stop the concert, nor did Travis, nor did his you management. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many fuckers. The moment you've called an ambulance in, right? And you know there's people down, right? Bro, eight people died at the concert. More I was like, yeah. hang on. People died at a concert. That happens very rarely. And his yeah. concerts, is it, it, it's like a vibe of mixing with rage music yes, and mixing with normal music when i say rage i mean sorry not not, not metal hip-hop right okay. so heavy metal hip-hop basically yeah, that's yeah. his vibe and i was like okay which means you're gonna have people having mosh, mosh bits, bits. Mosh but bit, these yeah. mosh bits there's no space for them so everyone's fucking moshing but that's crowd that's crowd control yeah so the crowd control was really really bad okay so then afterwards he goes on bad. twitter he tries to do this apology and the apology is so bad. I, 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 at this point now, you I've saw read, the I've apology, apology, right? Stuff, yeah. He put a filter on his fucking face. He tried to cry. It, was it wasn't stupid. happening. Was and I was like, "What? What really kills it really is bad PR he went movie. to a after party hosted by Drake after the concert, right? And people are like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, after and he goes, "Oh, you know, I'm willing to pay for the funeral expenses of the people who died." Like yeah, it wasn't man. a good look for him. I don't know what's gonna if he's gonna have any repercussions come from it. He's, he's getting cancelled right now. That even the, like. He had a big thing on yeah, Fortnite. Here's the thing, right? You, no, no, him, 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 like, cancer doesn't affect him predominantly as a being, but it fucks up his money. Mm. That's what they're going to do, is fuck up his money, right? Like, like the baby. People are still going to listen to his music. Yeah, but, yeah, but that you can't stop. But like his concert appearances, done. Endorsement deals, done. Disappearance, done. Not I don't think anybody pulled their, pulled their... Fortnite uh, pulled him already. Fortnite pulled him, cool. I don't think he's lost any other sponsorships. He has, his appearances His appearances at certain things have been pulled. Right. I'd be curious to know what Jordans do with the Cactus Jacks. He's got That's a... They ain't got, gonna care. Huh? They ain't gonna care. They might just pull him. About the amount of money that they make off it, they're not gonna care. They might just pull, look, look, look Michael Jordan's phrase is, you know, white guys buy Jordans, then Republicans buy Jordans Yeah, Republicans too. buy Jordans too. Yeah. Like, uh, let's be real, they're not gonna pull that. Unless something goes seriously wrong, Ironically, Probably here's the thing, if they pull it, it would just mean, it the, would resale just mean the resale market. So either way, Nike win. So yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. up to them. Or Jordan wins, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're not going to be bothered by that. I don't think right. it's going to be a massive deal for them. But it was just a fuck up how it all happened and it was horrible to read. I've I, I read stories about Woodstock in the past Yeah. and they said that that was bad. Yes. This is reminiscent of like, oh, I was like, oh, I saw the documentary Firefest. Yeah, Firefest. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. This is similar to that. No, it's worse. People actually died. Yeah, no one no died at Firefest. Everyone's got disappointed. Yeah, but off. this was people dying. And yeah. it's, it's, it's madness. And Firefest still to this day, just on the side note, how the fuck Jar Rule gets away with no fucking charges and that, I do not know. He still tries. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, no, I wasn't involved. I, I was hoodwinked. I was about to lose it. Was, it, it yeah. wasn't a failure. It was just Fucker. bad marketing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? It wasn't fraud. It was just bad marketing. No, dude, you were aware of what was going down. Yeah. You were a prick. Yeah. Never liked Jar, man. Why? 50 all the way because of all the beef for 50 no but even before that just like he was just that little dude who tried to be two pack DMX and he wasn't mm. the only time I liked him on really was um, can I get a fuck you 
which AZ. Yeah, that, no, no, that no. was a feature. Yeah. <laughs> that was even yeah. a song. And then he then he used the R and B guy. So music, you had Jay Z was there, and you had people that come along. So Mason was on fire. Then DMX came and DMX the game out and came yeah. hard. Jarful came back and came soft mm. with the R and B shit, smashing gear. Yeah, but he smashed it with the R and B stuff. Oh, he did. He, he did. He owned the two thousands for a long. Not time. all two thousands. I think. I think for four the first years, four or five years. years of the two thousands. Yeah, or I think two, probably two, 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 one, to about oh four, three years. I think yeah. the cycle. Yeah, yeah can you come on, fall off, come on again, and then when fifty came out, fifty just went for him, and I loved it. Yeah, mixtape battles, ripping his songs off, everything. Fifty went. Oh, Mm. and I respected it so much 50 cents a bit rough like that I ain't gonna lie <laughs> he, he was actually paid by labels to not do their songs because the songs came out he'd do his version of it so um, I'm gonna love you better Hello Cool J song yeah bitch I love my cheddar <laughs> <laughs> baby you can give it to me yeah I give it to you I know what you want that's busted you know yeah, yeah. baby if you get on your knees put me in your mouth and suck me up. You know what, <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was 50, man. Every song that came out, he did his version of He did that on a mixtape called The Three Headed Monster. He did that with, um, oh, what was the song called? He, he remixed a bunch of songs on that. Yeah. Like, like up and coming songs at that yeah. moment. That was when Crack a Bottle came out with Eminem. And Crack the first Three Headed Monster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him, Dr. Dre, and. Um, and M- Eminem. M- they M- called yeah. it Three Headed Monster. Yeah. And there was one song that he remixed. Oh, that's it. Um, T Pain. He made the people say, Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. And he just remixed over that. Yeah. And it was just like, Yo, this is very explicit to listen to. And I was just this, like, 15. <laughs> and I was like, Damn, okay, you're going well, a bit hard in the paint. You remember Jay Z mixtape, uh, S. Lacarda collection? Yeah. Give me that beat, fool. It's a full time yeah, jam. Yeah, pump, pump, pump it up. That's what the idea was inspired by because yeah. he did such a great job that 50 had done. Mm. As you say, my version yourself. Last topic the golden ticket. Gold ticket. So, my niece's birthday came up, right? I'm right. Yeah. Uh, she's nine. Nine. Born on Bombana. What do you buy a nine year old? I have the idea, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. I don't know what you buy a nine year old, actually. Here's a week, here's what I got her. Got her. Let's go away and let's take her out for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Go to cinema, go for a meal. Cool idea, but a bit crappy, isn't it? Yeah. Wacky well, warehouse. <laughs> wacky Warehouse you know the thing with Wacky Warehouse was growing up you wanted to go there so badly and by the time you actually got there I just thought is this it seriously me dude? yeah you really yeah that's you not were... because all the kids at school were there yeah but, but they were like this is whack bro well, no 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 wrong mum and dad took it to the wrong place they took it to a beefy to have a play area instead it wasn't quite Wacky Warehouse really? it was like budget Wacky Warehouse shit there we go and you took your friend from school and uh, not in a mesh um, the little sin dude Anyway, yeah, so fine. So that's what I'm gonna do. Take her out for her birthday, go see a film, go take take her for a minute after wherever she wants to go. But it's kind of crappy. Yeah. So I went online and I found a website called the Golden Tickets. You can go on Amazon. You can write on whatever you want. Okay. So I sent her a golden ticket. This entitles Amrit to be taken to a cinema mm-hmm. by her aunt and uncle. And whatever film she wants of her choice. Yeah. And whatever meal she wants of her choice as well. And it's a golden ticket, she's gonna cash it in. She was like, Oh my god, I got a golden ticket. Yeah. It's something tangible. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Where did you get this? It's basically a voucher. It's a voucher, yeah, yeah. right? But it's a nice ticket, it's a memory. And then she has it and she can cash it as well. Mm-hmm. The kicker was she called and she goes, I know where I want to go, I know where I want to eat. Where do you want to eat? Where did she say she wants to eat? Mixed grill. 
Mixed girl. <laughs> She's that Asian, right? Mixed girl. Well, yeah. her dad is. I don't know, man. Her dad would have warmed up for that. It wasn't mixed girl. Where does she want to go? All right. uh, is it obvious? Too much choices. You, I, I, I didn't go. I didn't know she'd go for this one. It's not a fast food joint. No? Nah, it's a restaurant. No boo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no boo, no. Um, I don't know. Go on, tell me. Wagon Mamas. She wants to go to Wagon Mamas? She said, I want to go back to Wagon Mamas. I want to go back to Mamas, yeah. Okay. Like, that's random. Okay. okay. So I've got to find out the film Take It To. Yeah. Take It To a Film Cinema. Take Wagon Mamas afterwards. Fine. Her brother's like, I want to go. Yeah. I'm like, I want to bring him. But it's her birthday present. It's up to her. Right. But then I'll feel like a dickhead if I come, get her and take her to it. And leave and him behind. And behind. But equally, you can't devalue the gift you, you gave her. No, you can't. You have to be really careful with that. The only solution I could think of is, Amrit, you could bring your brother if he does something for you. So you cash in on the value of you having the ticket. Right. He's got something for her that she wants him to do. Like? I, that's up to her to figure out with him. I have okay. some side negotiation. Yeah. And then he's got permission to come along, not just for existing, but for doing something she wanted him to do that enabled him to come along as a free pass on top. That's a good idea. I wanted to say, invite whoever you want. But she might bring a girl from, from school. <laughs> and he's like, doubly dissed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's like, uh, I don't think she will because they get on quite well. They do, they do. But equally, like, if you had a choice to bring your best friend or your sibling. It depends on how much she pissed off. You're right. Pissed off or whatever. Just, if it was you and her sister, I know you would never pick her. <laughs> right? Why would I? There you go. See? But some kids are different with how they were brought up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they probably got on with their sibling from a young age. Growing up, how she hated it. It was her birthday. Mom, our grandmother used to buy her a present and me a present. Oh, well. that's horrible. Can't <laughs> that's like, that. You can't, you, you can't do that, man. No wonder she fucking hates you. <laughs> 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 oh, good lord. Yeah, and I bet you rubbed it in her face as well. No, I just paid my toy more if you paid her toy. Bet you rubbed it in her no, face. No, I, 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 I can't be sure if I did or didn't. What I can can't be sure, sure about is she was vexed I got a present. And I made sure I enjoyed my presence a lot. So you um, rubbed I, it in? I, no, I just enjoyed what I had. And I think, yeah, but I'm sure you said, oh, 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 I'm loving playing with this today. Right. <laughs> Around her, like within earshot. I didn't have that level of spite in me. I just I was very much all or nothing as a kid. Yeah. I played I played hard with this. It's the thing I had. She was like, that's not fair. He's got, and I'm, I'm happy, I'm cheering, I'm screaming. I'm playing. Yeah. And she's like, probably like, but it's my birthday. My birthday. <laughs> why, is, why is he getting shit? I'm like, she loves me. That's how it <laughs> is, man. That's how it is, dude. Unfortunately. And you turned up, I thought, shit. No, my brother, you're going to get presents for yourself as well. No, I didn't get that. No, but the, the, what you did have, though, was you had hand-me-down gifts as well. I had toys as well that you could play with at the same time. So rather than, like, because we, we, we're the first two kids. Yeah. Presents, toys we had were our toys. There were no extra toys on top. I remember playing with, like, your old action figures. Right, exactly. So you had, like, yeah, yeah. whatever I used to play, you had that as well to play with. That so. helps. And also you had toys I got, because you're a boy, you could play with them as well. Oh, yeah. And Mega Drive and whatever else. Like an Xbox, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's those sort of things helped you growing up as a kid. Mm. You could just join in. Well, I get the cool stuff now. So like you know, a Walkman, for example, was a big thing to get as a kid. I took like a tape Walkman, right? I wanted one for ages. I got one when I was ten. Mm. Some crappy one, fine, and it didn't even have a rewind button on it. Oh shit! So, so you just had to let it play through. No. Oh, you turn it around the other side. You yeah, play it, you got. You and got then it. That, that's your rewind. Exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, vroom, 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 that sort of thing. Yeah. And the first tape I got on it was Guru Barney, the Jump Jeet Side. My dad like, here you go. <laughs> no, no, this isn't cool. Oh man, for those who don't understand, that that's uh, 
that's the opening prayers of the morning for Sikhs. Yeah. So, my God. Parents trying to keep me extra religious and the thingies. It's your birthday, you're 10. Here's your tape, the one tape you have. And it's. When did you get your second tape? Well, the trouble was, the issue was, they gave me like a real tape you bought from the um, Woodwater. Yeah. And I think there's a thing on it where if you click it, you can't be recorded over. If you snap a bit of the tape, you can't record over oh, it. Oh, that's true. So, I couldn't dub it over either. So, I was like. Then I thought, also feel like I go to hell if I double over a good, a good, you know, good binding tape or something, like some religious artifact that yeah. I'm given. So I had to sort of like, uh, Dad had loads of spare tapes, like 90 minute ones. Of course he did. So I had to sort of like, now one of them, give it to a friend at school, friend at school, and say, look, can you give me like what you've got? Well, go, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Give me that tape blank, because he's a prick. Another guy gave him back an album, Shaggy was supplies the album. Yeah. You know, like, okay, cool, so I'm getting music with other people. Then like, oh, they discover that you record songs off the radio. Yeah, you, you can. can yeah, yeah. play. Pause. Here we go. And we've got a new song coming out here. This is Fresh Prince and Boom, Shake the Room. Yeah. And he's talking over the freaking whole song. And boom, and he ends it early. You sort of pause and cut him off and everything else. And you couldn't re edit afterwards. You pause exactly no, the right you, time. You fuck it up and that's it. And that's it. It's one shot. Listen to it all the time. One, one kill. That's it. That was it. And that's still that concept carried on still, even at university. My first year of university, Cameron came out with a song, Old Boy. Yeah. Now I went to University 2001, I think it was. Yeah. And I got that song on it. I bought mixtapes. I wanted to be like, it wasn't being, I'm brown and I'm a rap fan. Mm. I've got to be not just an average rap fan, I've got to be a super. Because mm-hmm. guys like, you're brown, you don't get the culture. No, I do. I've got to be ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Like, I have to be like ahead of the game. Fuck radio. Radio's old shit. I had that stuff that comes out that's potentially so you must have worked through some really shitty music I went through a lot I had to mix it with a mixtape and figure out what was good what looked what sounded good oh this is a dope track in January I think 2002 would have been I got Cameron oh boy like a one and a half two minute version I thought this is a yeah. banger but I had it first like I know I was the first guy at uni with this song Yeah. I needed to be the first guy with this song we went to go see Star Wars in the cinema I have my big speakers, I have my room thing, I put it on, put it on loop, once on repeat, mm-hmm. press play, went to cinema, Saturday right. night. Came back, there's a queue of guys in my block, I saw my door like, bow, for fuck's sake, turn off that fucking song, it's been playing for the last two and a bit hours, <laughs> and we can't turn this shit off. Boy, 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 oh boy, boy. And at the end of it, it goes, and it'll play again. Oh, God. <laughs> He goes, he had a little scratch at the end of it, and they're like, for fuck's sake, pal. So I'd gone to the film, come back, but I, go, but I got it first, right? I got it first, I got it first. You heard it here, <laughs> got it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, cool. So then the trouble was, I'm ahead of everyone, cool, I played it, I played it, done. I'm waiting for it to come out, so I can tell everyone I got it first, I got yeah. it first. January goes, March. So January, February, March, nothing. April, nothing. May, gone home now. Yeah. It came out over the fucking summer. Oh, that's unfortunate. And everyone's there like, yeah, they played a song, oh boy, my, my uni mate played that back in January. Yeah, they did. Like, go. yeah, but I couldn't really lord it because I wasn't there for the bask in your glory. I wanted to get the whole, like, this guy got it first. Yeah. So I used to do that and I used to get, like, songs. I used to my sister all the time. Mm. Oh, I've got any song for you. Yeah. Ah, oh, you can't have it. You're not ready for it yet. You're not ready for this. What? How am I not ready for music? You're not ready for this song That's yet. That's mean, too... I'm not like, that is mean. Yeah, but I, was, I felt like I was just fine saying it. <laughs> I put the hours in to find what was going to be hot next. And when Usher Yeah came out, I was like, this is going to be a banger for life. It was. And I it was. Bumped that out all the way. But I went through some, like, if you go on my attic right now, my mixtapes, 
there's so much dross on them. You realize mixtapes are piled up in such a way in the day where the first seven songs in that you're going to get three bangers. And what you do is you look at all the mixtapes that come out and you look across all of them, what's the common songs in the first seven? Yeah. Those are going to be the bangers. Right. So After that, it's just padding. If, if Clue's got it, if Casey's got it, if Tony Touch's got it, if they've all got it on their mixtape, that means it's good. It's probably going to be good, right? And if it's across two mixtapes, we'll hang about. Mm. But by that time, I didn't know what payola was. People paid for mixtapes as well sometimes. Yeah. Right? Didn't know that happened then. In those days, though, the market was such a way that because you went to a mixtape vendor, you always want to choose from, you had to make sure you packed your mixtape with heat. Mm. It couldn't just be shit songs and fillers because, well, the last clue one I got was shit. Yeah. No more. That's case I got with shit, no more. No. So case they and Clue had to keep making sure they were doing back and forth. Mm. They hated each other. So now it's just a whole different world where it's everyone's just finding their latest song through Spotify. Which is, which is a blessing. It's a blessing, but also you're at the whim of other people. So say if and one DJ doesn't like and you. The algorithm. Yeah, if one DJ doesn't like you, you can go to others. Like you have options. But if you're cancelled on Spotify, you're cancelled completely. Your your outlets of your biggest outlet is gone. So you're like, okay, shit. Now what? Apple Music. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it doesn't get on Apple Music. Maybe you can only put it on Spotify. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Sure. Right. Well, random thing here, and I was thinking to music as I always do. There was a I follow up Twitter and stuff. There was a Kanye West mixtape called The Graduate that came yeah. out. I'd heard it back in the day. Never owned a copy. So I found it online. Downloaded it to my phone. Great. Got it. I haven't got Apple. I've got Android. Mm. There is no really good native MP3 player that plays a whole album, play a song. She loaded through File Explorer, here's a song, bam, press it, yeah, cool. One song plays. It won't load the next oh, song. Oh, it doesn't carry on through. No, it hasn't loaded the album up. So you can do it with Apple, but you have to do it through desktop. You can't do it through mobile. Which is a shame, right? You have to download it onto your desktop, put it on your iTunes, then it syncs up to your Apple Music. That's that how it works. Balls. YouTube music player is fucking underrated. It really is. I don't pay for the premium. Well, here's the thing I didn't pay for either. And then Jay, my mate, has it. And he's there going to be balanced better Spotify. Yeah, right. He goes, now think about it, right? I've got all songs on Spotify. But the quality has to be shit. He goes, that's really decent. But the mixtapes that I listened to growing up are not Oh, they're on YouTube, thing. yeah. And YouTube had done MP3s of them as well. So you can right. play them as MP3s. And I'm like, yo, that mixtape I had, the Jay-Z mixtape, that Coldplay Jay-Z mixtape, which was yeah, epic. Yeah, yeah. Viva La Hova, that's on there. I was like, mm. yo, all my old mix, all those bangers that they never released are being, I can get them now. That's why I pay for Apple Music on my phone on purpose because my my Sorry. old history of Apple Music from yeah. like the music library you gave me in the, two, in the early 2000s, yeah. it's still on there. Well, so if I have a nostalgia feeling song, yeah. I might just look on my Apple library and I find it and I'm like, oh shit, I'm the only one of them. I'm the only person that owns this song because no one else can get it online. Well, the other one also was that uh, Amazon had a bit of a head start because I bought a lot of albums via Amazon. Yeah. When Amazon Music came out, they backtracked all the albums I bought physically mm. and loaded them to my Amazon list. Smart idea. Which is smart of them. I already paid for it, right? Mm. So I wasn't going to pay twice for it, was I? Mm. It's like, oh shit, so I told you the Amazon Music player as well. Music still about? I don't know. I'm going to have a look. I have a look at it, I don't right? think it is. But it's kind of cool. Like, all my albums. Oh, I bought that album. Oh, it's on there. Oh, God, yeah. nice. I bought a lot of albums. Like, first it was Play.com. Yeah. Bought it from Play online. No, it was a website called Play.com. Mm. DVDs and. Um, CDs and then it was like Amazon. Mad how the world's changed, man, with all this stuff now. MP3 to streaming. Mum went to yesterday and said, Mum, what, what's streaming? Oh, 
it's just like okay, with mum, when you watch a film, you're streaming it. Yeah. The idea is you're not downloading it first and then watching it. You can just you play it live. Live streaming it. So it's coming down streamed onto your TV directly. I think the best way I would have said to mum is, you know, on YouTube, when you watch a video, yeah. that's streaming. But it's just you're watching a video live as you press play straight away. It yeah. doesn't have to go to a physical device. Yeah, it doesn't have to it's go hosted there, yeah. for you. You can yeah. just press play. That's yeah. it. It's watching that. That's, 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 that's probably the simplest yeah. way. I was like going to the whole cloud and then this. And Don't overwhelm that. Yeah, I know. You're speaking like nuclear physics to me or something. But it, it's like you need to watch um, IT Crowd. Yeah. What is the, the internet? internet? Do not break this. This is the internet. Yeah. Do not type Google into Google. Google, you'll crash the internet. You'll crash the internet. Which is Absolutely fantastic. It's smart. Plenty of people will still believe that today. I think we need to call it. We've run out of memory. Huh? We've run out of memory. That's fine. All right, cool. We'll call it here. Peace. See you soon. Take care, guys. Speak soon. Go.